The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. We've all been captivated by numerous wonderful stories about how many Jews who had no connection at all to Yiddishkeit and Judaism have come back to the fold. A man who works in Kiruv tells an amazing story. He was in Hungary and he met a Jew who looked like a Rishalmi Chassid, who was wearing what they call like the zebra bekasha, the, the striped robe and a, and a strimal. And as they started to talk, he noticed that his native tongue, his mamalashin, was English. And he said, this man must have a story. His name was, used to be Jeffrey, now it was called Yehuda. Listen to Jeffrey's story. Jeffrey was raised in America. And Jeffrey came from a family where he didn't even get a bar mitzvah. He had no connection at all to Yiddishkeit. But Jeffrey was a big guy, huge, muscular. And Jeffrey decided to join the Marines in the United States. In the 1990s, there was a civil war in Bosnia, between Serbia and Bosnia. And Jeffrey was sent as part of the NATO mission in order to deal with the wars there. Many people were getting killed. There was a war between the Muslims and the Christians. As the American military went from house to house, many people were dead. Jeffrey walked into a room, into a house, where there was a mother and her daughter, a teenage daughter. And he started caring for them, and he got them safely out of that area, and they were airlifted to safety. As Jeffrey came back to America, he kept in contact with the mother, and the daughter. And he had had a good feeling for that girl. He decided to go back to Bosnia and he dated that girl and he married her. There was one problem. Jeffrey never, never really cared about the fact that he was Jewish. But the girl that he married was a bitter anti-Semite who hated Jews. And Jeffrey was a person who didn't really know much about his faith, but at the same time, he didn't care for the anti-Semitic remarks. So they made a deal. She said that she's not going to talk about anti, anything that are anti-Jews, and he's not going to raise the subject that he's Jewish in any way. But she never kept a part of the deal. Every time she got into a fight with Jeffrey, she'd start calling him, you dirty Jew, you this Jew, you that Jew. After a while, Jeffrey got disgusted with the, with the way she treated him, and they divorced. In the meantime, there was now Jewish activity taking place in this, in this part of the world in Bosnia. Jeffrey met up with a rabbi, and the rabbi started helping him become more religious. And Jeffrey wanted to experience more of the Judaism. So Jeffrey decided to move to Israel and, and into Yerushalayim. And someone had recommended that they should, he should go to the Rebbe of the Toldos Aharon, which is a very Hasidic group in Me'asha'arim, very religious, very closed off. And Jeffrey was taken by the Yiddishkeit there, and he decided to help them. And he went to the Titian, and he helped, and he cleaned up the place for them, and he made himself like, his, like he's one of them. The only thing is, Jeffrey kept the same clothing. He still had the same lavush, the same modern clothing. One day, they decided to change him forever. Jeffrey went to the mikveh on an Erev Shabbos. They came, the, Chas the Hasidim from the Toldos Aaron, they, they took all his clothes, and they left behind the typical lavush, the typical clothing of a Hasidic Jew. So when Dave, Jeffrey came out of the mikveh, he found trousers waiting for him that were like, the, the, the shorts that they wear with a white shirt, a bekasha, and a strimal. And from that day on, Jeffrey decided to change his clothes. And he became religious and became from. And what happened what next was interesting. Jeffrey had had children from this woman in Bosnia. Two of these children decided to come and join him in Israel where they converted and became religious and they got married. Well, last year it was Lagba Omer in Meron. Jeffrey went to Meron. And you know that the crowds, it becomes crushing. It got to a point where some people were about to, you know, to, to be strangulated because the, the crowds were trying to storm into the Tzion of, of, of Rashbi. Jeffrey, because he's a very big guy, came in. 
and started pulling women out of there to try to make space, otherwise people were going to die for the lack of air. And at the very corner, there were two girls that were trapped. He was able to bring them out and to help them and, and, and rescue them. So they said to him, you know, we're from Hungary. And he said, and they asked him for help. He says, what can I do for you? He goes, do you know where Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky lives? And he says, sure, I know where he lives. He lives in, in B'nai Brak. As a matter of fact, I'm driving in that direction. I'd be happy to drop you guys off. So when they got to the, to the house where Rabbi Chaim lives in B'nai Brak, it's known fact that Rabbi Chaim does not talk to women and does not receive notes from women. So they asked him to do them a favor. One of, the, one of them, it were two sisters. One was an older girl. She said, you know what, can you take this note in to Rabbi Chaim? I would like to get a shidduch for the, my older sister. So Jeffrey said, I'll take it in. Jeffrey's a big guy. Even though a lot of people were waiting for Rabbi Chaim, he was able to push his way in. And he, told, and he asked Rabbi Chaim for a bracha that he should get married. At the same time, he said, you know what, there are two women outside. One of them has asked me to be able to give you this note. Rabbi Chaim does not read notes from women, so Rabbi Chaim asked him, what does it say? It was written in English. So Jeffrey, who had learned a little bit of Yiddish, told Rabbi Chaim, she's looking for a shidduch. Rabbi Chaim says, why looking for a shidduch? Tell her in my name that the shidduch is right here. He's standing in front of me. And Jeffrey went outside, and he told the woman that Rabbi Chaim says that I'm your shidduch. And she said, if Rabbi Chaim says it, she had in, in, in rabbis, they dated. She was the same age as his daughter, and a month later, they were married. Rabbi Chaim told Jeffrey, he says, come back to me a year from now and I'll be the son at your bris, at the bris of your son. And lo and behold, a year later, Rabbi Chaim's bracha came true and Jeffrey came back and they had a bris with Rabbi Chaim as a sandak and they flew back to Hungary where Jeffrey serves today in Kiruv. Ladies and gentlemen, we see the power of anti-Semitism. Here, it came into the fore in order to induce a person to come back to Tshuva, in order to connect to a tzaddik, in order to get a bracha and build a whole new Jewish family. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.